0: Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, the show where you get comics and you get sports. I'm the host, Matt Pierce, at MPierce6 on Twitter, and today we're going to be talking a little bit of comic book stuff, and that means that Kevin Miller is on the line with me. How's it going?
1: Not too bad. How are you?
0: I'm doing all right. Now, I know we promised everybody that we were going to try to do the Ant-Man review this week, but unfortunately, real life got in the way. Uh, Both of us were super busy this weekend, and unfortunately, neither of us got out to see Ant-Man. So we're going to go this weekend and, or we're going to try to go anyway, this weekend and, and go see it. And then hopefully we'll come back next week with our review of Ant-Man, which is getting some positive buzz right now. So uh, really looking forward to go seeing that. Reviews freshen our mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, but luckily for us, um, Comic-Con was just over a weekend ago or it was a few days ago. And we now have tons of movie trailers to dissect and go over for some upcoming comic book movies. Specifically four. We got Mm -hmm. uh, the the Batman Superman Comic Con trailer. Mm -hmm. We got the Deadpool trailer. We got the X-Men Apocalypse trailer. And we got the Suicide Squad trailer. Um, Let's go ahead and start with the big fish. The big boy. (laughs) My guy and yours. The Batman versus Superman <laughs> Comic Con trailer. Which, Our
1: guys versus each other.
0: Yeah, my my guy versus your guy. The <laughs> Titan versus the Titan. Clashing <laughs> in a way.
1: What'd you think? Um, I for the first time wants to see this movie.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I. Which is about as much as they as good as they could have done.
0: I, I completely agree because um they they really cut a good trailer for this now. The fourth season of Entourage taught us that <laughs> you can cut a good trailer for a bad
1: movie. Yes, as we learned from Entourage,
0: and we well, we've learned it also in real life too. Because uh, remember, where the wild things are, right? Like where the wild things are had that amazing trailer,
1: and then I was you... going to say, uh, remember Star Wars Episode One? <laughs> yeah,
0: episode One too, yeah, it was another one with the uh, the Duel of the Fates song where. <laughs> oh god that was a fantastic trailer wasn't it
1: it was it got you so hype and you had no idea because Liam Neeson's in there Ewan McGregor's in there f- freaking Sam Jackson's it in has been there. 25
0: <laughs> years since new Star Wars right <laughs> like, exactly was, oh god everybody was juiced for it what and, a hype
1: engine that was oh god
0: and then it just shat all over the place but uh yeah where the wild things are did the same thing too though where you watched that trailer and you were like this movie's gonna be amazing and then you watched <laughs> it and you were like oh boy but that trailer was pretty good
1: oh yeah
0: yeah <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> But uh, what, what was your biggest take from the Batman Superman trailer?
1: Um, the things, uh, they seem to be getting a, I, I don't want to say brighter, but a, a, a better tone than I was expecting. Uh, there were scenes in this trailer that weren't in the teaser, obviously. Uh, that were um, they had color in them, which was fun. <laughs> I mean, that was cool.
0: Yeah, it looked like he added more. There were a couple of shots where it was weird because if you if you watch
1: like like rewatch that
0: trailer and just pay attention to Superman's outfit mm-hmm. from shot to shot, there are certain scenes where it looks like he did the dark, like the like the really dark navy blue one that he did. Right. Yeah. Steal. And then there's some close ups where, like when specifically the scene when he's walking into like the the meeting with Congress or whatever, yeah, yeah. it was, And it and it had like the bright blue and the bright red and the yellow flashing off of it and i was like see that's what we need in that
1: movie just the well it's almost like shit. and there's a lot you can do with like cinematography and editing and all that but i wouldn't be surprised to learn that there's like three or four different versions of that costume oh god yes
0: well i guarantee you there's an entire rack that they've got for different like there like there's yeah. some guy who's jumped, guys chromatically <laughs> yeah whose whose job is to Like, there's one man whose job is to take care of the Superman suits, one man or woman whose job is to just take care of the Superman suits. And they have a rack probably with 30 or 40 suits on that are for specific scenes because they need the lights to be a certain way or whatever. It's funny,
1: it actually reminds me of another conversation I heard on uh, another podcast like a decade ago Um, they were talking about comics and uh, Steve Hammaker was on and he did some coloring on, uh, he was the colorist for Bone but he also did um, a couple um, a run of uh, Shazam and uh, I guess the DC execs were happy that he pulled out the right red for Shazam because they're like, oh, yeah, because the Superman red airs more towards purple and the Shazam red airs more towards yellow. And he's like, I had no idea.
0: <laughs> Just got lucky, I guess. Yeah, I
1: guess so, yeah.
0: <laughs> um,
1: I will say Affleck looks... I think he can do I'm, it.
0: I, I, he looks fucking nails. I'm, I'm going to be cussing in this one. He looks fucking nails as Bruce Wayne in those scenes when he was like, when he was Bruce, yeah. When he was just Bruce walking around in the in the in the suit, you know, and he had the kind of like, kind of had like the 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 salt and pepper kind of hair hairdo going on, looking a little grizzled and uh, and and whatnot. I just, oh god, he, yeah, is
1: definitely put on. I think they are going for this uh, the, um, Dark Knight Returns sort of vibe because you know, I think he's like, it seems uh, like he's coming uh, Netflix, out of like, like, like early forties. I want to say,
0: yeah, it seems like he he's doesn't coming look out like that. <laughs> Um, And it also seems like uh, Batman and Superman are meeting for the first time in this movie, in this like particular it, which, like, which it, makes sense. iteration of the characters, which makes sense if the idea is to build off of Man of Steel, which they are clearly doing because
1: oh, yeah, um, they're cashing in on that imagery.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're, ca- they're cashing in on the nonsense that they do, which to me, I was like, that's a good idea. Because... And you
1: know what, it's things like this, and also that Man of Steel is now on Netflix, which makes me think, you know what, maybe I should actually see that. And I never thought that, like, I've had that thought before, and I've definitely vocalized it on the podcast before. Yeah. Um, But it was more of a, like, a reluctant, resigned, you know what, I'm going to have to see this movie eventually. I should do it just so that when I complain about it, I can make... Um, you can call the specific scenes. And yeah, it. I can call specific scenes, and I won't just be like, well, I never saw it, and then my point won't be entirely invalid, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, yeah, you definitely
0: need to see Man of Steel, but. Uh...
1: But, like, for the first time ever now, because this one looks kind of promising, and I, I you know, don't want to. I'm not in for a pound quite yet. I'm still only in for a penny. Um, but it, it's enough to make me want to see what is tying into it, which is uh, a bigger win than I would have given. I given it credit for you know three weeks ago.
0: Yeah, because everyone, the problem everyone had with Man of Steel was that it was just Superman. Fucking destroying it was Superman being brutal. And, yeah, Superman being brutal and it was Superman not being a hero. Yeah, like he, he didn't snap like he snapped Zod's neck, which was decidedly on Superman, and then he huh? they did it in a way where it was like, this is my only choice, Vlad. and it was like, no, you had several um... several options. Like when you watch that scene, you'll be like, that was terrible because it's just he has so many options beyond oh, yeah. snapping Zod's neck mm-hmm. and just him. Like just destroying Metropolis, flying through building to building and whatnot. So it makes sense that like it seems they're like they're gonna open this movie with, um, that uh, woman. I guess she was supposed to be a senator or a congresswoman or or some type of something who is calling for Superman to be responsible for his actions, right? And for Right, yeah. And of... I
1: think the scene where he was going in, I think that was the Supreme Court, but I yeah. don't know American politics too well. You
0: no, know, as long as they keep those scenes relatively short.
1: Oh, sure. Right?
0: Yeah. I, th- I think that could be a very...
1: And I think they will. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm hearkening back to, and this isn't a great example because it wasn't a fantastic movie, but uh, the beginning of Iron Man 2... Yeah, where well, there did. were some there were some fun scenes with him uh, you know, appealing to Senate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, Iron Man two was
0: not a good movie, but that that scene <laughs> was that scene was decent enough when he was taking the meeting and he was just you know being Tony Stark the entire time. Well, yeah, it was, <laughs> but... it was us
1: being introduced back to Tony Stark after I want to say two years. Yeah, <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I I just I really think that like when I remember when I when I first watched the trailer and it was like oh my god they're building off of because I didn't know that they were gonna build off Man of Steel. Like, I knew that they brought Henry Cavill back to play. Oh,
1: I thought for sure that they would. To play Superman.
0: Well, it's a good idea, because... Well, got... even
1: from the teaser, they kind of paint that image where, like, half the people are, you know, in love with him, and the other half of the people are like, oh, God, this man is dangerous.
0: Yeah, because there were the ones that... You see the protesters out in front of the... Like, when Superman's walking into uh, the Supreme Court. Right, yeah. Or what we assume is the Supreme Court. Uh, there were mm-hmm. protesters, you know, with the science that say, like, you know, Earth is for humans, and go home, and... Mm-hmm other nonsense like that um i just yeah it's just it's a really smart idea to do that to build to use all the nonsense that happened in man of steel as the catalyst for for this fight between batman and superman and like just going back to like affleck looking badass and things, like the scene where he was like running towards the like when the building like when his building got shot down and the uh
1: Oh, yeah, trailer, running and into it, the smoke cloud. It shows him
0: running into the smoke cloud. Like, that was... Like, that's Batman. Like, yep. like we, we, we did... Like, when we, when we watch old movies, or when you watch the movies of Batman, and you always point out, like, that's Batman. That's mm-hmm. not Batman. That's Batman. But, like, that's Bruce Wayne and Batman. Right, like, him running... Like, it's implausible, because it yeah. would, you know, kill a person in real life. <laughs> it's it's still Batman. Like, I just... I really thought that that was... Uh...
1: No, that was good. I agree.
0: Um... Someone's leaving Batman cryptic messages hmm. in this. Because there, there, there were two different versions of cryptic messages uh, in that one. There's the one where he, he stares at the, uh, the newspaper clipping of uh, uh, the the explosion where it says, like, you know, explosion destroys Wayne Tower or something like that. And then right, he looks at yeah. it says, you, you let your family die, written in, like, I don't know if it was blood or just red ink. Mm-hmm. And, uh, later on it shows a really cool scene of, uh, Bruce is like going through, it seems like he's going through some of the old bat stuff and there's a Robin suit that has like it, you assume the Joker spray painted, ha ha, the joke's on you. So right. it might possibly getting a little Jason Todd reference in, uh, yeah, in, yeah,
1: I, I caught that. Like, I thought that was kind of interesting. How
0: does that, does that, uh, tickle your fancy, I guess the uh,
1: Jason Todd
0: reference? I,
1: I don't know. I, Jason Todd is not obviously my favorite Robin. He's nobody's favorite Robin. Well, exactly. So it, it's it's I don't know. I am um, having a Jason Todd reference there kind of precludes there being a in-universe um, Dick Grayson Robin. Yeah. Well, it just um, means that we could get right to Nightwing. Well, yeah. It means a that we it means that we can get right to Nightwing, and it means that we can get to Tim Drake, who I think is my favorite Robin. Um. And I, I think that neither of those things will happen. I think it's just kind of an Easter egg. I yeah. don't imagine they're going to go too deep into who and, who's Robin and who isn't. And I don't, I don't think there will be a Robin in this movie.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. And if we do get a Robin, which should be the Carrie Kelly female Robin, mm-hmm. um which is my personal favorite Robin. Well,
1: and I'm not even going to say that there won't be a Carrie Kelly, for example, but I don't think that, I, I think that if they're going to do something with a Robin, it will be in this, um, this uh, uh, Affleck Batman that's coming up in, you said 2018?
0: Yeah, 2018, the Batman.
1: Yeah, and, and I think that's where we'll see that character emerge, but I think this movie is too busy already.
0: Yeah, they're they're, they're certainly a lot of, Going on, yeah, and you get the you get the feel of that in the trailer too, because there's just
1: well, actually, and that was the another thing I wanted to point out because you had mentioned um, on a previous podcast where we were talking about our theories for this movie going forward um, that you thought that uh, Aquaman would be like a post-credit scene, yeah, which is further cemented by the fact that he did not appear at all in this trailer.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think it has to be right. Like, there's no way you, it can be. Because we know that's the next DC movie, right? Uh, well, yep. sorry, Suicide Squad's been, the next, but yes, yes, um,
1: the next one to be announced. <laughs> yeah,
0: the, ne- the the next one, like because like 2017 is the big um, Aquaman movie, so like it has to be like some kind of post credit scene or some kind of like because there's just no way that they can squeeze all this in. Because like we we don't even know what the hell Wonder Woman's doing in this movie, for God's sake.
1: Right, and I've actually maybe I've softened to that a bit too. Maybe that, the...
0: I will say in the two shots we got of her, mm-hmm. I was no one was more apprehensive than me because she was, because um, like I, I, you know, I'm a big fan of the Fast and the Furious, uh, sure, yeah. uh, franchise, and the, 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 she got that one hero shot in like Fast Five where she was in the bikini, like she got the slow motion bikini walk, and it was like, oh my god, you can like, <laughs> she looked like a toothpick. And yep. I was just like, that's not Wonder Woman. It's like, I and mean, then you you had that great joke where you said she she was more suited to play Wonder Woman's lasso than Wonder Woman.
1: Oh yeah. But
0: in the two <laughs> shots we got her in the, uh, where she was like in the red dress at some sort of uh, gala. Yeah, because because of
1: course there's a gala. There's always a gala. Event. <laughs>
0: every comic book, every comic book movie ever made, there's always a gala event. And oh
1: sure. I do Not even mind either. I know. There's
0: one in Ant Man. I guarantee you there's a gala event of some sort in Ant Man. There will be a room full of people in suits at some mm-hmm. point in Ant Man. Yep. And
1: uh the string quartet.
0: Yeah, well I don't know if we go that <laughs> far, but but like yeah, she she was at the thing. And then you got the one shot of her like deflecting the, with the uh deflecting a bullet or whatever or something, right? With the gauntlets. Yeah. Classic Wonder Woman and I gotta, I gotta say I softened on it, because those two shots, um, she looked fucking good.
1: And and that's what I was about to say. Like, I, I've softened on my stance on this, because while I'm still not convinced that she's the best cast for Wonder Woman, those two shots got me excited to see Wonder Woman at all on screen.
0: Yeah, and, and you hit the, the nail on the head there. We we should just be excited that we are now finally... It, it, it I mean, it's 2015, for God's sake, and we are now just getting wonder woman and it won't even be it'll be till next year it'll be 2016 before we get wonder woman finally into a movie and hopefully hopefully
1: is this coming off a little any port in a storm don't get like, fucked <laughs> are we coming off a little desperate here where we're just like latching on to anything dc now <laughs> because um, know, it's been so rough for years <laughs> movie wise maybe but um this trailer has me
0: super juiced because they have cut a fantastic trailer. And we may, I may walk out of this movie and just be like, oh, God, fucked again, right? You know, like like there's, oh, yeah. like, there's, there's I'd say a, what'd you say, one, one in five chance, 20% chance that we walk out of that movie and go fucked again, right? Like,
1: oh, But like, I, I that don't think- It actually like... seems low. I would, I would say it's a higher than that. Really? Because there are still some things in this trailer that I didn't love. Yeah, um, like I'm still not loving Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> uh Is it the hair? The hair is a big thing for me. Yeah, and well, I, again, I can see some cataclysm happening where it shows him bald at the end of it, and we're like, "Oh, it's Luthor, etc."
0: Yeah, that'll be that'll be the real thing because I think like either, I like my, my theory is it's either a wig, and you might get a scene where like Superman finally punches. Well,
1: that's what it did in Superman Returns. <laughs>
0: Yeah, right? As Superman punches Luthor and then the wig falls off. Or maybe he gets cancer from kryptonite, Miller. And he goes bald as a result of the cancer he gets from kryptonite in a
1: future movie. <laughs> I just like the idea of Luthor as a sexy, bald man who just does it. <laughs> like, yeah, there's no true. There's no reason for it. He just does it.
0: <laughs> now,
1: He's bald and
0: owns it. W- we'll get into Luthor in a second. What I was going to say was... Um, uh, I, I think there's a zero percent chance we walk out of this one thinking we got fucked like back like Batman and Robin movie style. Oh no! I, I I'd say it'd be more like. Um, I, I say I I'd say it could be no worse than Man of Steel and Man, Man of Steel.
1: I don't think it will be better. Th- I think it will be better than Man of Steel. Yeah. I think this will be a rare instance, and I mean it's a low bar, but the sequel will be better than the original. Yeah,
0: I think I think it'll be better than I think it'll be better than Man of Steel. I'll I think it'll definitely be better than Superman Returns because you know what, like people sh- like shit on man of steel all the time and a little bit rightfully so because they did kind of not capture what superman's about in that one but superman returns is worse than man of steel i'll I'll fight that one to the death
1: that's interesting
0: oh yeah like it it because i
1: kind of like superman returns and uh, i i I wouldn't have defended it's a guilty pleasure of mine yeah it's just
0: not um, good i don't know superman doesn't throw a punch i like like because honestly any scene where spacey is not on camera and that one
1: well and he definitely makes it I yeah mean, any anyone. He steals every scene he's in there's no question
0: so uh, let's get back to luthor um what are you not like what is what is eisenberg doing that is not instilling confidence in you as a, um, as a massive massive fan of the character of lex luthor
1: yeah well he's not <laughs> scary <laughs> Well, he just comes off as this
0: is that more Eisenberg than than what he's doing do you think
1: I think it's a combination of both because to have him kind of singing in the trailer kind of like well that's not really like you know Luther doesn't get all silly
0: <laughs> no he, he's always I mean he maybe he's putting a new spin on it we he... and
1: like he doesn't look and and I mean Jesse Eisenberg I assume is around our age like you know late 20s early 30s like I don't he he looks like he's 21.
0: <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, and
1: I don't necessarily buy him, and then maybe they're kind of rebooting him as a uh, Mark Zuckerberg type, which would make perfect sense for the cast. Yeah, as this you know tech executive who is a super genius wunderkind and just happens to be in his mid 20s and you know running the show as far as DC Universe is concerned.
0: 83, so Eisenberg will be 33 or. Thirty-two at the end of this year because he was born in October.
1: See, even now, like I'm purpose, like I, I just underestimated his age because he looks so young.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's definitely got a baby face. He's, well, he's yeah. got
1: a baby face, and he's, you know, he's about as skinny as I am. Like I don't know. Yeah, he
0: has no meat in his balls. But I mean, what are you gonna do? I like
1: I. I'm just saying, as like a, as a, as a. Luthor is a force of nature, like, he walks into the room and everyone turns around and pays attention, and I'm not getting yeah. that vibe with him. What The vibe I'm getting with him is, here's a movie that is, uh, for c- certain terms, it's a Superman movie and it's also a Batman movie, so let's take, like, the silly rakishness of the Joker and make our Lex Luthor into that, <laughs> and that way we kind of get a bit of each.
0: Uh, I don't know if it'll go that far, but like he, I, do, I do understand what you're saying. There's a little bit of that, like with him going like, you know, the red capes are coming.
1: Well, yeah, it, it seems more like they're though, trying right? to portray him as a wild card. Yeah. And, and Luthor is not that. But
0: like there were also the two scenes that I think will, in that trailer, that I think should alleviate some of that feeling that you have is one is Luthor is clearly experimenting on Zod's body.
1: Mm-hmm. In this, well, that, that's straight up Luthor. Yeah,
0: because you see, you see the people like wheeling the table with the body bag, and then we got the close up of the zip of the the body bag unzipping, and then it was Zod's face, and then the other one was the shot of Luthor um, leering in front of a big chunk of kryptonite in mm-hmm. that movie. Mm-hmm. So one nope. would assume that through experimenting on Zod's body, uh, that Luthor is going to figure out that kryptonite can weaken Superman. I, I will say the shot of Eisenberg that like I, when I first saw the hair, when like when I first turned on, when, when I first watched the trailer and I saw the hair knowing mm-hmm. that he was playing Lex Luthor, I was like a jarred man. I had to actually pause the, uh, the trailer to be like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <Right>? Cause <laughs> I did not know that was going to be a thing. Yep. And I was like, I thought about it and I was like, okay, you know, maybe they, they build to the ball like like, uh, like you mentioned in Superman two where that happens and um or maybe he just like
1: shaves his head at the, the end. Superman too it was in actually the first episode of smallville which actually i think was better done
0: <laughs> yeah uh but like the one scene where the hair completely ruined it for me was but again we haven't we haven't seen the movie but so you know maybe it, it, it will feel better in the movie but there was a scene where it, it showed superman as one would assume towards the end of the film as like a broken man right And Luthor and he was like on his knees in front of Luthor and Luthor was just kind of like, uh, running his hand across Superman. Like he was controlling him. And when, when Eisenberg had the hair, like kind of the, it was like finally quaffed and cascading in front of his face in for that shot. When like Luthor kind of had that, like I win face, I was like, okay, the hair is ruining it for me.
1: And
0: that particular moment, I was like, Oh man. Uh, I, it was just.
1: Dis- it was at best. It was distracting.
0: Yeah, it totally. I was like, man. I just remember thinking, man, that could have been a really, really cool shot if
1: he didn't have that hair.
0: But other than that, I was just like, yeah, you know, we we trying new things, maybe. And,
1: and I mean, we're we're nitpicking a trailer for one of the characters' hair. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> well, it is.
1: It, I mean, that's that's. That's a uh, symptom. That's the tip of the iceberg. For the the reasons that I don't, I'm not really sure. About well, I'm willing this to say that portrayal the portrayal of Luthor.
0: I'm willing to say that the two most uh, like Luthor is one of the two most iconic villains in the history of comic books.
1: Yeah, well, and, uh, he's top two for damn sure. It's, it's him or and the for Joker. What is basically a bald man in a suit?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's him and the Joker. Him and the Joker are, are the are one and two as far as comic book villains all time. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can come after me on Twitter for that one, but I'm right.
1: Oh no, I agree. No
0: um, what do you think Wonder Woman's up to in this movie?
1: Ah, uh, I couldn't guess. I I suspect again that she's maybe like a ambassador of Themyscira.
0: Yeah, there's no uh, way they they do her like. It's too comic booky. There's no way they do her origin where Hippolyta just like creates her from clay, right? <laughs> like just, no, I, I don't think we'll,
1: I don't think we'll get an origin story for her. I don't think she's major enough a character in this movie. I think she'll just be there, and she'll be from this mysterious land that no one's had contact with for decades. And you know, they'll she'll have come to maybe help um, mediate this Superman case or right. something. I have no idea, but you know, calling the big guns when shit goes south when yeah. Wayne Tower gets exploded, presumably by Superman.
0: Yeah, it seems Batman. Batman is gonna be. Cutting loose in this film a little bit too, because it showed the the, the clip of the one guy with the, the like, Batman beating up a thug and like burned and then that, like burn the, uh, the yeah Batman go into him. I was like, ooh, I like that because that that is ne- something that I can't remember that ever occurring in the comic where Batman was like branding the uh, mm-hmm. his his you know like the thugs that he was because usually he brands them with the broken bones and stuff say, usually
1: you don't need to do that usually you yeah. know when batman beat you up
0: <laughs> exactly but like when he did that i was just like oh i kind of like that
1: i like it just I, I didn't much care for that no you didn't i kind of I, I thought it, it. i thought it was visually striking it's I something liked it. i liked it as a shot i don't think yeah. it's something i think it's a bit far for batman
0: <laughs> i don't know i think well because it wasn't like he like blinded him or anything he just like kind of put it on on like the the, the left back
1: if you will of oh sure yeah he finally burned this man yeah just... for no good reason I uh, well teach to him send a, a message which is again not really bad <laughs> no i teach him a lesson to never
0: do it again you don't know like what if that guy was like a
1: pedophile or something i don't know like it, it strikes me as halfway between batman and inglorious bastards <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know. But like I kind of I kind of cuz you know what it's something the Frank Miller it's something the goddamn Batman would have done, right?
1: Oh, exactly. Yeah. It's it's All-Star Batman. <laughs>
0: yeah. And like and like the goddamn Batman has never been your
1: no, that's never been my Batman.
0: That, that's never been your favorite version. I mean, you like it. You, you've always liked it, but it's never been your favorite, favorite version of Batman. Whereas, people take it too far. <laughs> yeah, for me, I I've always
1: loved the goddamn Batman. I so. like Batman, Batman first and foremost because he's human, and people tend to put all these like supernatural type of tendencies on him. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. Apparently, they're gonna. I had a great idea, and um, because apparently they're gonna do the crime alley scene again. I assume just in like a quick batman god i hope so you know remembering it <laughs> if just, that
1: scene takes more than two minutes i'm gonna be upset <laughs> yeah
0: just for some extra strength uh you know type of thing i i I've, i have a great idea for us to do on a future pod i want us to go and rank all of the different crime alley scenes that have ever been done
1: oh i already know my number one
0: well <laughs> well i'll tell you i'll tell you my number one and then you tell me your number
1: one all right or, sorry you
0: tell me yours first
1: Oh, um, the one in uh, it was a video game one. It was in uh, Arkham oh. Asylum.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that one's damn good too. Oh God, we, okay, we this has got to be a pod that we've
1: because I'll tell you, <laughs> you, forgot about that one, didn't you?
0: I? Did forget? I, I, I was only thinking of uh, uh, movies and, uh, but like I was also counting like the animated series, movies and stuff, like the animated movies and stuff. But mm, like, okay. my favorite one is actually Chris Nolan's and Batman Begins.
1: That one's a good one too. Because yeah.
0: he nailed that one. Because nobody acts the way they would not act in real life in that one, right? Like, yeah. The, like, like the guy was like freaking out and 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 uh, the, the reason, because like Thomas all these, is trying to keep cool. Thomas is trying, yeah, trying to keep cool. And also, the reason they were in Crime Alley makes sense in that one, whereas most versions, you're like, why is.
1: Oh, yeah, because they left through the back door of an opera or something? <laughs> exactly, right?
0: Because the other versions you always question, why are the richest people in the city, <laughs>
1: like... In it's the, like the shortcut through
0: the CDL. Yeah, they're like, let's take the shortcut. And it's like, why would you do that? Why, why don't you have a, you know, your... Bu- <laughs> Prime <laughs> Alley, huh? Sounds safe. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? But so the reason... <laughs> I
1: wonder why they colored that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Did you notice that there were, in this uh, trailer for the Batman Superman movie, that there are soldiers rocking the Superman logo?
1: I didn't notice that. No, no,
0: the, the soldiers in that one. There's, the, um, there's, they're in two scenes. There's one where like Superman's walking through a tunnel of some sort, and then there's a bunch of soldiers, and they all bow to him. And oh, in, that's like, right. Yeah. Full yeah. combat gear, and they've got the Superman.
1: I didn't notice that there's a logo on them, but yeah. they've got
0: the logo on the arm patch. And then later, Batman's trying to infiltrate somewhere, and a bunch of the soldiers are like wrestling him down, and he's you know fighting off like six or seven of them, and then they've mm-hmm. all got the the Superman logo. So.
1: I wonder if this will have – and you'll have to let me know if this was sort of the way it was portrayed in um, uh, Dark Knight Returns. But I wonder if this kind of becomes like Superman versus the terrorist Batman and so has the weight of the United States military behind him.
0: Yes, Dark Knight Returns is exactly like that. What you and I are going to do when when this movie is about to come out, the big commentary track we're going to do for this is – Dark Knight Returns Part Two. Uh-huh. We're going to do the commentary track for that. Anyways. Now, I will say my favorite two things for this particular trailer, where I was when I watched it, I felt like I was five years old again. Uh, one is when you see the Batwing fly over what is either Gotham or Metropolis, right? You get you get a quick like two, three, four second shot of the okay. Batwing flying in over, like I said, Metropolis or Gotham, and there's you know some part of the city's on fire, and you just see it like swooshing in, I was just like, oh my god, it's the Batwing!
1: And, yeah, uh, and I had a quick moment of, ooh!
0: Yeah, exactly. You're like, Batwing? Because, like, the Batwing hasn't... Like, and it was like a good-looking Batwing, too, not like that weird uh, cockroach-looking thing that they had in Dark Knight Rises. Oh, wait, right? I,
1: forgot about that. <laughs> I need to watch that movie again.
0: Yeah, I'd, oh, I'd do a commentary track to that one.
1: It's a long movie, though.
0: Um, oh, yeah. uh, And when Superman rips the roof off the Batmobile... And then you get the wide shot of him standing there, and then Batman stands up out of the uh, out of the Batmobile, and the two of them are just standing there with the smoke. When that happened, I was like, when I saw that, I was like, okay, you, you got my attention now, because that, was, like, I was when I saw that, that took me back to my childhood. Like, I was I was five years old when that happened. That that was fantastic. So to everyone <laughs> like involved in that. Kudos, kudos to you, good sirs and, and ladies. Um, any final words on Batman Superman?
1: Uh, no, I think I'm pretty good on that one. I did uh-huh. enjoy the little scene of um, him talking to Mall <laughs> Kent. Yeah, that's always fun. Going. That's always a fun thing.
0: That's gonna be the thing if they get that right, because you're gonna see their two versions of drawing, you know, strength when they need it, right? And yep. Superman's version is drawing strength is always going back and getting the pep talk from. Mon, yeah, well, Pa, Kent, right, and, yeah. and ba- batmans is always remembering the death of his parents in Crime Alley, right?
1: Oh sure, so, yeah, I'm sure they'll both have a. I need to steal my resolve moment.
0: Yeah, and if they get that right, then dare I say it, we might actually have a movie here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's move on to the Suicide Squad. Yes. What was your take on the Suicide Squad
1: I'm, trailer? I, I'm the same as, as kind of an outsider. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a huge Suicide Squad fan. There are certain parts of the squad that I like. It, it allows them to show off a lot of their like C and D tier villains, which, which is I the main have... feel of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I was always a. I didn't know about the Suicide Squad at all until, I don't know, maybe a few years ago. That it was a thing. Like, I'd seen that one episode of the Justice League Unlimited, but they never actually called it the Suicide Squad, I don't think. No, they used the they task, task Force the, X. Yeah, they called it Task Force X. Which, they
0: did say Task Force in uh, the trailer, which I appreciate. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And I mean, in, in I think all the all the things with the Suicide Squad, they, you know, formally refer to it as Task Force X and then informally call it the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, but... I was always kind of a fan of Deadshot as a minor Batman villain. <laughs>
0: just yes,
1: because he was just a guy who was a good sniper.
0: <laughs> and he was the opposite of Batman because he kills people with guns. And yes. he's very proficient with guns, right? Like He's yep. always opposite of Batman in that sense, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. But also somewhat lives by a code and has something to fight for and et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> um, but uh, so, yeah, there are a lot of these characters I like. And, of course, I enjoy Harley Quinn from the uh, animated series. Um I thought it was a good trailer. I've never been a huge fan of the series, but um uh it got me hyped for the movie for the most part. Again, there were a few things that I didn't much care for and I think I'm afraid that they're going to be big parts of the movie. Such as uh, I'm still not sold on the Joker.
0: <laughs> really? I'm I'm excited. They've been calling him uh juggle ochre i don't know if you've seen that on the i uh,
1: have not seen that but that fits i like that that's
0: brilliant <laughs> and i'm like they, yeah they've been calling him juggle ochre, and i'm like ah i get it because i i think leto is gonna be
1: oh sure yeah and harley's down with the clown till she's six feet in the ground
0: yeah uh nicely done way <laughs> very full circle but like <laughs> bloody hell because like everyone i think that jared leto could do the one of the greatest work could could do one of the greatest versions of the joker of all time oh, and, and everybody will wrong. still I,
1: mean, I learned my lesson with heath ledger i'm not going to leap to conclusions i'm not sold but i <laughs> think that he could surprise me still
0: unfortunately the rest of the internet which is always stupid um has not learned conclusions.
1: That. they have forgotten
0: that uh lesson miller and they will bust out the jump to conclusions matt any chance they get because like there's already people just ripping on them and i'm like are you like i don't know like are are you because like i'll be honest i did not like this suicide squad trailer and i love the the like the 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 suicide squad trailer i well i guess i didn't hate it but i didn't like it but like at the like the end bit saved it for me when we got the close-up and he said i'm gonna hurt you really bad because like he was channeling because to me, it felt like he was he was somehow he was channeling... Doing Heath Ledger. <laughs> he, well, he, I, I no, he was somehow channeling Heath Ledger and um, a little bit of uh, Mark Hamill, hmm. who is the greatest Joker of all time.
1: Well, this is the most Mark Hamill-looking Joker.
0: <laughs> exactly, right? And, and like, they had him, and when somebody gave me the... the whoever on the internet came up with the phrase, Juggaloker, brilliant on you, good sir. Uh-huh. Or, like, because... like that's just an awesome name and i'm like yes that captures that perfectly and you like you can't do that makes perfect sense yeah and like you can't do the rictus grin uh jack nicholson version you can't do the face slice version of like heath ledger anymore so what's the next logical steps have him as this crazy like kind of rock star looking dude with tattoos i like i I, I think the joker is honestly going to be the best part of this movie i'm gonna i'm gonna Hmm. Go on record now, a year in advance of this movie,
1: and I'm gonna say that. Um, I'll tell oh, you. What I... I think that he will too. I just don't know that that speaks well for the movie as a whole. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know. It
1: might because, like you know, the Joker is one of those characters that can just steal I... a movie, right? Well, sure. What I'm concerned about, and the thing that concerns me most about this movie is they seem to be, uh, at least for the trailer, leaning pretty hard on Harley.
0: Yeah, uh, that that was the thing I was talking about to the to a couple of people I work with. And this wasn't as much the Suicide Squad trailer
1: as the, it's like, b- basically the way it was, it was, uh, like... Much like, was like was, they called the first Avengers movie, Iron Man and his five buddies.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it was a bit like that, where well, the trailer was just kind of like, okay, here's Deadshot, here's Amanda Waller, here's a, you know, shot of Killer Croc and a Hannibal Lecter mask, here's a shot of... Uh, you know, there. You know, here's a shot of El Diablo. Now here's fucking Harley Quinn, everybody! You've oh, yeah. been waiting for her for 20 well, It was like a, like a three-minute
1: trailer, and I think like a minute and a half of it was her. Yeah, and like, I'll tell you, because the first
0: time I saw this trailer, it was one of the handicap versions that someone recorded um, in the show, mm-hmm. uh, like in Hall H, when they first showed it, because it didn't... Basically, the trailer was shown in Hall H on Saturday, or two Saturdays ago, and the handicap versions all popped up on the net of everybody going, you know, everybody recorded on their phone and then everyone whipped out their phone and took a second
1: version. (laughs) And
0: then immediately uploaded it to YouTube going suicide squad trailer. And then, you know, of course me being a huge fan, I had to be like, Oh my God, get, look, give me the handicap!" And like the handicap version I saw, you know, it starts off and, you know, Waller's talking, talking about assembling a task force and then they go through, you know, the Belle Reeve prison. Mm -hmm. And then the shot of when it showed Harley Quinn and her like, her cell and was... Gymnastic hanging, cell. Yeah, it was, like, hanging upside down like she was in Cirque du Soleil or something like that. and I kind
1: of like that. That was a good That was a good visual.
0: Yeah, that was a good visual. Well shot. Well, you know, like, very visually stunning. I
1: like that. They don't have her in a cell so much as they have her in a cage with lots of room around it with, like, a balcony yeah, if necessary.
0: And, uh, with, like, 30 guards in the room. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and when they showed that shot of Harley, like, just hanging there. like hanging upside down everyone in hall h lost their, lost
1: their shit. shit and, and you could hear anything for like 45 seconds
0: yeah and you couldn't even hear like for the next oh yeah good 20 30 seconds like every people are just this movie's going to make money based on like like it's going to have a good opening weekend cuz people are just going to go like people who are going to go are going to go to see it just for to be like it's fucking harley quinn finally 20 years we've been waiting
1: now I need to remember the name of the movie because there's something that just came out with uh, Will Smith and Margot Robbie in it. Focus. I think
0: it was called Focus.
1: And I want to see that because the only other thing I've seen Margot Robbie in is Wolf of Wall Street. And she was barely in that. Like she and, and she just had to be hot. She was in that, yeah, she was in that enough to, you know, be extremely attractive and show up naked in one scene and yeah. <laughs> like that that's all we needed her for. And you know, she is attractive, but, you know, I demand more than that from my movie. Well,
0: well she looked fucking good in the show. She, like, well,
1: she did, but, I mean, again, from the trailer, like, she had, like, two lines in the trailer, and I can't really say that whether or not she's getting it the, because I, they were nothing lines.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, I'll tell you, I didn't... I think the trailer would have got me more juiced. I didn't like the song that they chose to pair this movie because it completely oh yeah it it doesn't get what the suicide squad is all about because the suicide squad is supposed to be goofy right and
1: yeah and actually i was about to say like I like uh, as much as i didn't much care for the song at least like the tone of everything that was going on seemed fun
0: yeah like i I just i feel like that that trailer like if someone on the internet with the ability to do to, to the ability to edit things like i don't have that ability but someone Uh with the ability give me a uh, um give me this exact suicide squad trailer but take that song out that like weird the jokes on me um song with uh that yeah that they were playing and like pull that out of there and then put like i don't know like some like a dubstep song like 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 something by the glitch mob or something to it that's the vibe you're getting Well, just something. Like, I don't know. That's just something off the top. That's just me picking something off the top of my dome piece. I just need something goofy, you know? Something Mm. with some... Like, that was slow, and it should have... Like, to me, the the trailer needed some speed. Mm. Like, I don't know. Like, I I just... I felt like that trailer... Like, the Suicide Squad should just be stuff happening fast, and, and, you know, like... It's just... Stuff's happening, and there's crazy characters here, and they I really was almost kind of
1: getting like a more of a punk rock sort of vibe from it. Like this that movie, too. this movie could easily be set in like the late '80s, early '90s, and I would buy it. Yeah, like
0: play a Nine Inch Nails track,
1: or yeah, or something. like uh, Summer Moans or something. Yeah,
0: there you go. Oh yeah, set it to the freaking A.O. or something like that. Like oh, like that. That's a great idea. Just anything other than what they actually chose. Like that slow haunting song it it was it was so earnest and and it just didn't really works
1: for some of the people in the squad but not for the general vibe
0: no yeah because the general vibe is supposed to be the dirty dozens with comic book
1: villains right oh yeah for sure
0: and like the comic book villains that could be you know easily disposed of at any moment so Mm
1: -hmm. I, I did like that explanation at the beginning too because it for people who don't know what this is it completely explains. Yeah, they yeah they they really exposition and that. and for like a thirty second speech from Waller by uh, Davis who yeah. I think is already killing it as the Wall. Yeah. Oh gosh,
0: she's, well, Oh dude, my god. He, the only reason
1: I'm interested in the Suicide Squad at all, I think I've said on the podcast before, is because I just like seeing Amanda Waller being Amanda Waller. Yeah, and we're gonna
0: get a we're gonna get our first fantastic live action version of uh of the wall because we got it in that like crappy ryan reynolds green lantern but like oh that's
1: right oh my god don't remind me oh, well she was
0: only in two scenes that she didn't do anything and a woman who played her had nothing to do so i'm not hanging that on her I, um, well, yeah what, i mean clearly people, i forgot about right. it <laughs> yeah no reason to uh to remember it um yeah, there was a lot of weird stuff going on in this scene because, like, there there was there's some sort of robbery or some that sort was of
1: Eiling she was talking to, right? I think so. Yeah, uh, definitely had an Eiling sort of
0: look to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I hope that that's Eiling in the in the, the dinner scene.
1: That yeah, would be yeah. brilliant. Because I wasn't because sure you if could was... easily like have these characters show up again in a Justice League movie. Oh,
0: absolutely. I mean, that,
1: that's my dream.
0: <laughs> yeah. So hopefully that is General Eiling that she's talking to about the about Task Force X. Because it was definitely somebody in a suit, right? Like, in a military suit?
1: Yeah, exactly. And that was my first thought. Because she's there with, like, someone else, and then this general-looking dude.
0: Yeah, and there was a shot of Will Smith hugging, uh, a, like, a, a girl that you would have to presume is Deadshot's daughter, Zoe, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I saw that, and I was like, ooh, they got that right. And... Uh, there's, Saw him in a suit
1: for like two seconds was even pretty cool. Like, yeah, like and, the edge of the building.
0: Yeah, with the, the the red and black and then the white mask. That's mm-hmm. you know one of my favorite because Deadshot's got a bunch of outfits. That's one of the best, uh, the better ones. A um, couple of fun Joker shots. There's one of him walking through like a facility with like a purple duster on, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god, Joker in a purple duster. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> yeah, like so that's pretty. That was pretty awesome. There's a scene of him strapping down what looks like a blonde in a lab coat. So we might get a Harley Quinn (laughs) origin story. Yeah. A little Harley Quinn origin story in this one. There was Batman riding on top of what appears.
1: That was, that was my thought with the, um, with the scene at the end there, because he's not going to kill someone, but he's going to make them hurt. And I yeah. think that he's literally tattooing her.
0: Yeah. And he's talking to Harley Quinn too. Yeah. Yeah. That he's
1: that. That's my thought is that he's, he's he's uh, that, that person is Harley Quinn and he's not torturing them necessarily as much as he's branding them with some tattoos. Yeah. I because agree. they're both tattooed.
0: Yeah. And now we're sort that, of theming. Yeah. yeah. Cause she had one that said like, uh, I think she had a property of a Joker tattoo or something on her arm. She
1: had something on like her cheek too. I don't remember what it said, but yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, there's going to be some sort of weird, weird scene with a robbery and like people, I couldn't tell if it was a, like a robbery or if the enchantress was, uh, going to be, uh, hypnotizing people with their powers in this of some sort because. lammy on them. Yeah, because like there's this, there's a couple of weird scenes where like people are shooting, uh, you know, it's just a giant firefight, and the people involved in the firefight are all in weird costumes. Like one guy's like got a giant eyeball head, and then
1: there was a goat head thing. <laughs> yeah,
0: there was like a pagan ritual goat head, and then a dude in like uh, what lo- looks like the bodysuit of those things from uh, Attack on Titan. Mm -hmm. and uh somebody's in like a giant panda mask and then somebody's wearing a batman mask and stuff too so i don't know what that's about (laughs) whatever it is it looks freaking i just like i said i hope that the the score that we i think the biggest fear i have going into this movie is that the score of this trailer uh, reflects the score that they'll have in the
1: movie uh That that's my biggest fear. Having seen they can strike a lot of different tones with this. I wouldn't even worry about that because you can have like this soft sort of haunting stuff when you have scenes with Waller or scenes with Deadshot and his family. But then you can also have like the crazy shit like the punk rock when you have like a Joker or a Harley. You can even have like Latin guitar when you've got LD blow up there. Like there's a whole lot of different music stuff you can do with this and have it fit. Yeah. Um. That's the the least of my concerns.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I hope you're right because I just the song that they played in this one, I was just like, I'm actually
1: surprised that I'm more pumped for this trailer than you were. But I I feel like you know going in, they could only lose you and they could only gain me. So yeah,
0: like I'm I'm I'm, I'm. I, I, yeah, because I'm hip deep in the suicide. Actually, I'm well.
1: Exactly, deep. like you were you were suicide. good to go no matter what. So yeah. it's not like you were gonna get even more on the hype train. Yeah, right? no, yeah, yeah,
0: that's true. That's... You were gonna
1: have to be neutral to it, or you were gonna be disappointed by it. Yeah, and vice um, versa for me.
0: Uh, I'll tell you, I, they got the shot. I can't can't tell you how much they got the shot of them all walking together.
1: Oh yeah, no, that was right? awesome. <laughs> they got
0: that shot so right, like that was. That really,
1: I really dig. Um... El Diablo in that bomber jacket.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: It, it, it's, it's, I uh, got it. I don't know what it is, but
0: uh, it does look pretty sweet. Um, uh,
1: what do you think of the um, uh, Killer Croc CG?
0: Well, they did two things with it. They certainly made his teeth look a lot better than when we first saw that photo of them, because <laughs> that photo we saw of him, he looked like the Michael Chickless. Uh, thing thing. took took a dump uh so (laughs) there were a couple of shots of him like uh with uh uh, like a Hannibal Lecter mask on which Mm is kind of cool and he had one of those like full zip-up hoodies like you know how they have those stupid hoodies that zip like up and cover cover your face so I assume at some point you know Killer Croc's gonna walk up to somebody with the, you know, hoodie zipped all the way up, and then somebody's, you know, like a uh, military dude or a cop or somebody's gonna go, "Hey asshole, take you know, unzip the hoodie," and then he, you know, he'll zip it down, and it'll be Killer Croc, and he's just gonna bite that fucker's head right off or something. Bite him in That's half, it. yeah. <laughs> so that could that could make for a cool moment. Um, I don't know. What do you think about <laughs> what they've got going?
1: Uh, I don't know. It looked a bit too too produced to me yeah a bit know. too cgi but um, i don't know we'll see how it actually comes out in the movie yeah
0: the inclusion uh, of killer Frog's,
1: Frogs never been my favorite guy <laughs>
0: no he's
1: well he's i'd still rather have him in, the, in here than like uh king shark or whatever his name is
0: would you uh, I think uh, i think i would have preferred king shark <laughs> i like think they could have gone a little <laughs> crazier with king shark but yeah what are you gonna do yeah um like i was saying I, I just the shot of them all walking towards the explosion because, like, when I think of the Suicide Squad, that's what I think of. I think of all of them walking towards something that they just blew up to, like, survey the wreckage, not knowing that they might be, you know, and being like, "All right, let's walk towards this, but very slowly because we could be killed at any moment." Yep. That that's that's what when when I think of the Suicide Squad, that's what.
1: Sometimes I think. cool guys do look at
0: explosions. Exactly. Um, <laughs> let's switch over to Marble. Sure. Uh, Let's talk a little X-Men Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Your thoughts on... I'll tell you, the poster's really, real cool right now, That the, the one that they got for X-Men Apocalypse. If I was still in the poster buy-in... Uh...
1: Oh, yeah. sure. Actually, um, now that you've mentioned it, I, I do want to switch gears very quickly um, because I mentioned it on a podcast probably like four months ago, but did you end up seeing those uh, Batman-Superman posters?
0: No, I have not seen those posters
1: yet. Ooh, they're good. They, they look pretty awesome, actually. It's, it's kind awesome. of like... Imagine that there was like an official poster of Superman and then another one of Batman, and they both have been vandalized by followers of the other.
0: Oh, yes, yes, I have seen those. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the, the Batman... Those look <laughs>
1: pretty awesome. The Batman one is, like, black and gray. Like Yeah, it's, like, halfway gray. between, like, a... Like propaganda poster and like a yeah. boxing poster.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then Batman, and then Batman has his face marked with the S, and then Superman's was, is the classic red and blue, and then it has the black and white bat symbol over his face. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those are yeah. That kudos yeah, yeah. or Bravo but, to
1: <laughs> anyway. Back to X mens
0: Yeah, but okay. Now Marvel uh,
1: <laughs> X
0: Men Apocalypse thoughts feelings.
1: Um. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know enough about X-Men to make a lot of judgments here. I do appreciate that they're kind of working some of the, what I would call, original cast in uh, to the um, sort of past timeline. Like It it sounds like they're, uh, much like um, First Class was in the 60s, Um, Days of Future Past was uh, when they when back time, we're in the 70s, and this appears to be uh, in the 80s, maybe yes. 90s. Yeah, they're, they're, they're late 80s, I think, for this. And point. so, as a result, we've got like young versions of uh, characters that we recognize from the first trilogy, such as Gene uh, Gray. There's some Cyclops in there, it looks like a storm in there.
0: Sophie Turner of Game of Thrones fame is playing
1: uh, young Gene Gray.
0: That's right, that's yeah. right.
1: Yeah. And is Natalie Dormer in that movie?
0: Natalie, Do- I don't think so. I can't remember off the top of my dome piece. So I seem I to
1: remember it. the her being at a panel for this, but maybe I was missing. I think enough. she wasn't
0: she in Terminator?
1: That might be it. Yeah, I think she I think she was no, in No Term- no no uh, Amelia Clark's in Terminator. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Sorry. Um, she did her Game of Thrones Game people of Thrones mixed people up. Stuff, yeah. But the branch notes, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Um they but yeah, Sophie turns in this, and I can buy her as a young Jean Grey, definitely. Yes. So those scenes were kind of cool when she was, you know, waking up from a nightmare and having visions of the future already. And uh, there's a young Professor X there. I don't know. I thought I thought that, uh, I mean, the version I saw was a uh, cam version that was taken in a thing. Yes. And at any the given point, half sweet. of the screen was cut off. And it wasn't awesome, but... Um, what I could tell was pretty okay. Again, I don't really know the mythos as well as others.
0: <laughs> well, they put Storm in the uh, in the Mohawk, which mm-hmm. I've been, you know, begging yeah,
1: I thought for, that was cool. Yeah, I recognize yeah, that.
0: <laughs> begging for it for the longest time because. God, I love, I, that's my favorite version of. Now oh, I'm sure,
1: and then that's what I was kind of getting at before. I kind of lost my point. Um, it, it's kind of cool to see like young, hip, teenage versions of these characters in the '80s, in the punk rock era, where a storm could have a mohawk.
0: The problem is, I it doesn't look like it looks like once again they're just gonna ignore Storm and not develop any of her character because uh, they've never in any of the x-men movies they've never done any kind of storm Lip storm character well not that they didn't need good storm or not that like Halle berry was a atrocious atrocious or a flop or anything which she wasn't other than she would slip in and out of like she, she could never decide if she wanted to use that african accent or not but yeah but jeez. Oh, They like not one inkling of storm background whatsoever. She's just the character,
1: any lines during that trailer,
0: yeah. She just and in this one, it doesn't, it just looks like she's going to be a henchman for Apocalypse or a henchwoman, sorry, for Apocalypse in this. And like that really pisses me off because she is the best character in this comic book series and probably the best female character that Marvel owns the property rights to. Wow, um. I'm going to go out there and say, what female character do they have? that's You're asking the wrong guy, man. I don't know. In Marvel. Because, um, I mean, it looks like they're going to put this movie on Jennifer Lawrence's shoulders once again. Sure. Which.
1: Which is, uh, their capable shoulders. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very, very capable and, and, but and it, slender
0: shoulders, though they may be.
1: <laughs> but uh, uh, not really... You know, Mystique doesn't seem like your number one character to go no. to.
0: <laughs> Mystique is the one who is the, the the the, the that... for Apocalypse, yeah. not Storm. It right? Fades right.
1: quietly to the background. <laughs> exactly.
0: So that's why I'm just like, and just and not for nothing, but Storm could kill everyone at any moment if she so chose to do so in the Marvel universe. Like so.
1: Yeah, one of those.
0: Yeah, she's one, one of, of those like,
1: you don't think that I'm the most powerful person yes. in the universe, but She has
0: the that's it, everybody dies button if she if she so chooses, right? Like,
1: You'll have to explain that to me, I'm not sure.
0: Well, the that the her just her powers of she go like if she were ever so pissed off, she'd go, Alright, that's it, everybody dies. And then she could just like raise up a tsunami and wipe out everyone on planet Earth. Like she could just destroy the weather patterns that would eventually lead to nuclear winter and just kill everybody on earth if she wanted to see, yeah, she controls the fun. weather for god's
1: sake so nothing really focused but more of a everyone dies yeah she, yeah and everyone
0: dies in a horribly painful way like it would be uh, what was that one movie to 2012 or whatever the yeah yeah the, 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 the like storm could go the mayans predicted me then, <laughs> like blow everything up
1: yeah, it turns out in December 2012, Storm had a really bad day. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Like just,
1: uh, I. Well, I was just wondering because uh, you sometimes hear it like you know people don't think about it, but X is actually the most powerful person in this universe, and here's why. And people say it about the Flash, which makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Um.
0: Uh, well, Professor X could too, because he can kill everybody with his mind. But sure, I just didn't know cool. if you
1: had a didn't <laughs> know if you had anything specific, but like you know. Oh well. The Storm. Storm in this comic, Storm once did this, and it was like incredible. No, like, story, uh, uh,
0: not that I can think of off the top of my head. I don't think Storm ever did it, but like certain people have taken over, have recognized, you know, certain bad guys like the, the Shadow King or whatever once tried to take over
1: Storm, and uh, so so it's exactly like the uh, Flash Luthor, the Great Mind Swap episode,
0: <laughs> exactly right. Um, That's
1: why Flash never
0: does it. <laughs> exactly. Um, Olivia Munn in the two shots that they are in the two panels we've seen of her or in the posters, mm-hmm. looks like they got the Psylocke costume just dead nuts on. Cause she looks fucking good.
1: Oh, I haven't seen that in,
0: in the, in the the Psylocke outfit. Um, I'm not sure if they'll, if she'll have the bare legs. Cause, um, the couple shots we've only seen, they've been, uh, torso shots, but
1: <laughs> I was gonna say, because in the couple shots we've seen, she's wearing cargo pants. <laughs> uh, yeah. <something laughs> like that. It's a good I look. Imagine. <laughs> um, 't my contract don't worry because apocalypse
0: is apocalypse looks exactly like in for whatever reason and I don't like it he looks exactly like Ronan the accuser
1: yeah I was gonna say he looks halfway between uh, Ronan the accuser from Guardians of the Galaxy and Ivan Ooze from the Power Rangers movie.
0: yeah he does a little bit um Mark Bernardin who you know is a brilliant dude he, he basically described it as he goes Ronan the accuser looks like he got a new hat. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. He's got a new hat. I want it. I want it. I want it. And it was just like, oh. Man. I was
1: during that, and I mean, I also heard people say, you know what? A lot of people think that Ronan looked kind of goofy in those first trailers too. And I mean, in my opinion, he still looked goofy. But yeah. everyone looked I, goofy in that movie, and it was okay.
0: I just wish that they did apocalypse as like the eight foot tall, just beast like they did because the, they got that so right in the, And I wish that they did like the like a a dude with a freaking just the deep booming, you know, voice for like, I mean, obviously like a James Earl, jo- obviously you couldn't use James Earl Jones for, you know, cause it, <laughs>
1: James it, Spader <laughs>
0: too close, but if you could get like a, just a booming voice like that and then just have the guy, cause like the best line in the history of, cause apocalypse, I think had all the best line reads in the X-Men animated series. Uh, cause my favorite line read of, in the history of that is when, uh, when we first meet apocalypse or, or somebody first meets apocalypse. And then um, one of the humans goes like, he's a mutant. And then the guy who was doing the voice of apocalypse goes like, I am as far beyond mutants as they are beyond you. And like, just the, but the guy who was doing the voice just like had that, just nailed it, you know? And it just had that presence of like, this guy is so fucking powerful and he's so much better. And he's just toying with everybody at, everything he does and i don't know have that uh,
1: i can't even think of the word
0: like if we could bring tony J, like like if only if there was oh a yeah well <laughs> <a> <laughs> bottle,
1: like if only there was a as long us, as we're dreaming yeah
0: i know if only there was a way for us to bottle that 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 voice of, of velvet and peanut butter like voice that
1: i don't know that and and i hate to say this because god rest his soul i love that man but I don't know that if Tony J had lived another 15 years, we would still be able to not recognize his voice from every cartoon. I know. know, Right? Like, it would be like, oh, okay, so Apocalypse is just this generic voice.
0: (laughs) Maybe, I don't know. But, like, he just... But, because he never really got to cut... Like, Tony J never got to cut it loose with a real, like, angry bad guy voice. Because, like, like, obviously, if you ever watch Reboot, Megabyte never really got... Because Megabyte was always the smarmy, you know... Bad guy who uh, was always like kind of one step ahead of everybody, so he never got well.
1: And I mean, that's the kind of voice that he was always well known for is to have this sort of like he
0: was put on this earth to do that, and he did that
1: exactly. Yeah, he was the guy who made speeches and was evil in that way, and not necessarily the angry guy, but um. I'm trying to think now because you could get someone who can do that and then also do the angry, scary guy and get like a Jeremy Irons. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: just something. It's, it's just something. I just somebody with a it's just a. I, I wish they, they kind of went closer to the thing, but that's just my opinion. I'm sure Isaac, Oscar Isaac will be fantastic, but uh, yeah, I just to me, I wish that their uh, the apocalypse looked a little scarier. Because honestly, it just looks like, kind of looks like Ronan the Accuser is cosplaying as Apocalypse.
1: Well, he, yeah, he doesn't look threatening. He looks like a silly no. cartoon man.
0: Yeah, and uh, that's kind of what I don't like. But you and know, I mean, maybe maybe, maybe he,
1: he did he look like a silly cartoon? <laughs> I mean, I have no idea who Apocalypse. Well, is. Apocalypse.
0: Well, he always looked like kind of a big, uh, robot kind. Of, like he did kind of look like that, where he had like kind of a robot suit and a robot voice. Uh, but he just. That was a, I'm just I'm just remembering the guy I don't I wish I knew who did the name of the guy who did the voice of Apocalypse in the X Men animated series so I could give him credit but like that was spot the, on yeah the guy who I can't like there's no he's guy the that, Mark Hamill
1: of Apocalypse exactly he's
0: <laughs> they got that so right in the, in the in the
1: that actually so right and definitively right that it shapes your entire perception of the character oh, for exactly. the rest of exactly yeah
0: that's why because I've I've said when I, I read e. Mark Hamill yeah when I read. Joker, you know when I when I read Batman and the Joker's talking, I hear Mark Hamill's voice in the same way I hear Kevin Conroy's voice when, yep, because Kevin Conroy's done the same thing for Batman because like you can't like anytime you watch an animated Batman and it's not Kevin Conroy, you're like, well this is bullshit, right? Well,
1: let me ask you and and completely off topic, but uh, who's the Flash for you now? Oh, is it Mike Rosenthal or is it Grant Gustin?
0: <laughs> I think there's a place. like I think there's a place for both
1: because
0: like so do I (laughs) because they both play different flashes though too right
1: they do yeah which
0: which sets that apart right because uh Rosenberg did Wally West so Mm -hmm. you know I've always got that in my back pocket but like the flash is one of those guys who can morph you know like but like but I still like because you just can't picture Kevin Conroy going like "Where's the trigger? Where is it?" Right? So
1: it just wouldn't be a podcast if Pierce right. didn't go with the "Where's the trigger?" No, it would not. And <laughs> I don't know. Check I it just up. there it is. <laughs> yeah,
0: this was a good trailer though. I did like this X Men trailer, and I I'm certainly going to go see this. Which I can't say for certain that I'm going to go and see the Deadpool movie. Well,
1: just to come back from your segue a little bit, I don't know for certain that I'm going to see Apocalypse. I don't know as much about it as you do or how you think. But I've enjoyed the um, First Class Trilogy yeah they've and been they, i will probably see it and probably know nothing about it yeah. so
0: they nailed the last two and they'll probably get this one right too because well um evan peters is back for this one because we saw the, the yep. quick hit of him i hope
1: he's and, in and actually and i don't want to get off on a completely other tangent because we we're about to drop into deadpool but i yeah. didn't enjoy days of future past as much as you and dave did <laughs> no oh man that's it felt very fan servicey to me, and I am not as huge a fan. Oh, as it
0: absolutely movie. was, especially that ending, where they just completely erased everything that hack Brett Ratner did.
1: Well, and that I understood, X3. at least. Yeah, and that I got. I'm like, oh, okay, awesome. <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe not for me, but I know a lot of people were butthurt by that movie, and, and I, I, I was a bit, certainly, but I didn't hate it as much as the die-hard fans, because I'm not a die-hard fan, Yeah. So, it's kind of like, well, it's not a great movie, but X3 is, you know, I'll still watch it now and then.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, and, it and seems, so like, X3 is, is wrong in so many ways of not getting every character right, it's hmm. much like Batman and Robin, where Batman and Robin got nobody right. Like, none of the characters were done right at all.
1: Well, sure, but, and here's the thing, is, except for, like, a few of the characters, I don't know that, really. Like I, I knew the bit of the Dark Phoenix storyline, and I don't want to get off on a huge tangent here, but my my general point was, um, I I enjoyed um, Days of Future Past, but I think that I preferred First Class more.
0: Oh, for oh oh yeah, I'm not. Uh, that's not even a debate to me. Like First oh, Class is better exactly. than. Oh, First Class is better than Days of Future Past. That's. Okay. That's not even a debate to me, but days. Of well, pizza, I, I thought it that's was. That's like arguing. That's like arguing an A and an A minus, though. In my In my opinion, oh I, right? see,
1: I see. Whereas, in my opinion, it's measuring like an A minus versus like a B? <laughs>
0: okay, you're you're so you're graded a little lower, which you know I can. Yeah, those those are fair grades. Yeah, like
1: I still enjoyed it. I don't re- I don't regret spending that money to sit in the theater. I had a good time. It's just uh, yeah. you know, I wasn't you know fangasming.
0: and you know it's just. We're about to get how many X-Men movies deep now and like we have something close to 8 hours of X-Men and we have like 7 whole minutes of Gambit, 7 in the worst X-Men movie of like all of them.
1: <laughs> I was about to ask was was something um ridiculous. now now you've got me thinking about it was um Hugh Jackman in this trailer?
0: Yeah, but only for one shot.
1: Okay, I just, he's definitely just, in I'm this like, movie. I'm like, holy shit, is, is Wolverine even in this movie? No, he's
0: definitely in this movie, though. He's, have you seen the trailer for Pan? As we I'm... go off on a ridiculous tangent? Because he's playing Blackbeard in like the Peter Pan uh, origin story. No, I have not. Oh, man. That trailer looked... Now, this could be another... I mentioned earlier Where the Wild Things Are, but that tra- that was a fantastic trailer. When this is over, check that one out and hmm. maybe we'll come back on another pod and talk about that trailer because that trailer <laughs> got me juiced for Peter Pan in a way I didn't even know was possible.
1: <laughs> well, that's a fair point. <laughs>
0: um, Yeah. Uh, Fossbender's back, so I'll, I'll go oh, see sure. X-Men. As long as Fossbender is in... I'm like I'm buying Fossbender stock. As long as Fossbender is in... Uh, X-Men, I'm going to go see it. So I will, I
1: will agree with you, but I will also say that people often laud Fassbender, uh to the exclusion of James McAvoy, who I also love. Yes. Uh,
0: so let's talk a little Deadpool.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know that I'll have much to say. I... I hate
0: Deadpool. I hate the comic. I hate everything. I hate that this character is so fucking popular.
1: I know nothing about Deadpool, but part of me hates that the character is popular because he doesn't seem like he's up my alley at all.
0: <laughs> no, absolutely not. He's he's a character with no moral compass. No, no anything. No anything. There's no there's no complications. There's nothing there. <laughs> there's nothing there. He's I'll... just silly. No, he's not even silly. You know what he is? He is written by 12-year-olds for 12-year-olds. If you gave a 12-year-old – like if you own Marvel Comics and you walked up to a random 12-year-old who was a comic book fan and said, create me a character based – like create me your comic book character and it was like you know and it was the kid was like uh pre-teen early teens type of kid you know so like 12 to 15 it's oh sure
1: yeah 15 is a better age for 15 on red bull just watched jackass one and (laughs) two yeah and it's like
0: if you were 15 years old and you were in like grade 10 and someone lets you create a comic book character what comic book character are you going to create well he's going to be ninja assassin guy he's going to have a cool costume He's going to have swords. He's going to have guns. He's going to shoot people. He can't be killed. He's going to be immortal. He's going to tell everybody, he's going to swear and tell everybody to fuck off all the time. And he's going to be a smart ass. And he's going to... Be covered in scars. You know, say this and and people will will come up to him and and then he's going to tell Thor, like Thor will try to hit him with his hammer and he'll be like, ha, fuck you, Thor. You couldn't hit me with your hammer. And he's gonna have sex with strippers, and he'll <laughs> sleep with all of the like the hot Marvel characters that everybody else wants to sleep with. And like, she and it's just and have no background and he's just gonna be we'll just be cool like that. You know, we'll just do cool stuff. And he'll cut people with his swords and uh, fuck. There is absolutely no gravitas <laughs> to this character and I can't that's believe that's the word he's I
1: was looking for so earlier. Fucking,
0: I can't believe he is so fucking popular. He is a dude with a red suit. Now the costume is kind of cool, but it's just that's it's it the, the I can believe
1: he's begins, popular for begins, exactly the reason that you just costume. went through.
0: <laughs> like it's there's no background to this character. His, his background is he gets cancer, so they put him through this experiment. And he becomes a super soldier that can't be killed, and like his powers are he can break the fourth wall, and it's fucking. Although I will say in the Deadpool trailer when Ryan Reynolds wrote the you know said oh yeah
1: that? yeah that was okay. like what do you want
0: the costume to be and he goes ah it doesn't matter just don't make it green or animated. I was like okay that the fucking <laughs> Good like, got me. like I don't like Deadpool or Ryan Reynolds, but credit where credit is due, yeah. that was a brilliant fucking joke. So whoever came up with that one and the bit where he was like dancing to swoop yeah. uh by <laughs> which is "Swoop," yeah, <laughs> yeah shoot sorry by uh the uh, for salt and pepper which salt is my favorite song.
1: yeah that was the the two things i liked about the trailer was that yeah. they had the uh the, the fuck i'm not looking like green lantern joke yeah which is crazy because his costume still looked animated uh, Actually, looked looked completely. Like shit. I thought it was completely like terrible... CGI'd him.
0: I thought it looked like a terrible cosplay version of.
1: It didn't look like a costume at all. I wouldn't be surprised to realize. Like, Ryan Reynolds is voice acting Deadpool. Oh,
0: God. That is oh. not a human. Ryan Reynolds, who I hate, um, because he has Sorry, no I talent.
1: To finish my thought, the other thing I liked was Shoop and DMX.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was great. Um, Ryan Reynolds congratulations to you good sir because you win the life lottery again you have no talent you have absolutely no acting talent and you somehow get people to pay you as an actor and everything you've ever done has been shit and you're probably a good guy i've never met you so i don't want to like you know i don't want to paint you as like a terrible human being or anything but as an actor you are horse's ass and you, like, you, you, like, congratulations to you on the abs. <laughs> congratulations to you on the, the beautiful face. Um, people, you know, like, like, the ladies love you. I'm sure you're knee deep, but you are fucking terrible. But congratulations to you because you, as a guy who cannot act, fell ass backwards into a character who requires absolutely, a character with no gravitas, and he requires absolutely, no acting range you requires no depth it requires no effort it requires no anything you just have to go into a into a uh, recording studio and and act like and (laughs) act like a smart ass that's all you have to do so congratulations to you this movie will make 400 million dollars because everybody loves this character and you will be in you and there will be four or five deadpool movies within it so congratulations to you on for the third or fourth time in your life, winning the, the 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 ass backwards life lottery because you're Deadpool for the next decade. So fuck you very much. On on to the next one. Like oh my god, I just I can't stand this character, and I'll really have to
1: fight through it because I'm, I'm gonna have to go see this. It's movie. the role he was born to play. It
0: <laughs> is the role he was born. It's the role he was born to play. It's just so fucking irritating and uh i just hate it because this character is so popular and there's nothing to it other than he has swords and guns and like can break like ah god everything about it and like they're putting colossus in this movie which actually looked kind of fun the trailer i'll tell you it it looked a lot of fun what did you think about the cursing Uh,
1: too much for me (laughs) and this
0: this movie is gonna have is there's gonna be a lot of firsts in this movie it will have um,
1: it's going to be like a straight up rated R movie. Yeah well first off
0: it's going to be the first ever comic book movie to be rated R It's going to be the comic first ever comic book movie To feature more than one F-bomb because I'm so far Do we only have one F-bomb that I can think of In comic book movie
1: history Well to rate something No to rate something PG-13 Would you generally want to do As a maximum for a comic F-book movie one, Because you're trying to attract As many kids as possible Yeah uh, to be rated PG-13, you can have a maximum of one F-bomb. One F-bomb, yeah. Which and uh, Days of Future Past used it, or not Days of Future Past, uh, First Class used it the best of any move have ever seen. Days of Future Past gets a free pass for using it in the exact way, same yeah. way. Kind of cheating, but I'll accept it. The two and, uh, that... The that's two... the most you can do.
0: <laughs> yeah, the most. And that is that the only one? I can't remember an F-bomb ever being dropped other than Wolverine going, go fuck yourself in, uh, in uh, First Class. That's the only... Well, I-
1: they yeah. did the same they did the reverse of it in uh Days of Future Past. Um I don't think it's ever been in a Marvel Studios.
0: No, like movie Tony Stark. Because is Tony-
1: they they do they, they played even safer because they're yeah. just doing PG. They want as they want five year olds there, they want thirty five year olds. like nobody... they want everyone there, and I don't blame them at all. Especially now that they're Disney. Yeah, but
0: nobody nobody ever dropped an F bomb in like the nineteen eighty nine Batman. If, if I can, rem- like, I've seen that movie so many times, I can't remember an F-bomb being dropped.
1: No, but, I mean, that was another era, too. I mean, rules yeah. were different then. There was the whole South Park episode about
0: it. Yeah, but, I mean, like, I don't, I just, I think there's only been, I think the F-word has only been said once in the history of comic book movies. And, actually, you know what, Blade, Blade swore a couple of times. Blade, yeah, Blade had the one well, Blade line. Blade
1: would strike me as being PG-13, just by the sheer amount of blood on screen. And Blade, <laughs> I can't
0: remember, He did, I know he said it at the end of the movie, because he said the one line where he goes, some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill, and, and then he killed Deacon Frost.
1: It, it seems is, like there would be a bunch in uh, Spawn, but I don't remember that movie. Yeah, Spawn had a bunch of F-bombs. Um, straight up. Speaking of uh, comics, you would write as an angsty 15-year-old.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um Oh my god! Uh, but this one is obviously going to shatter. Like the trailer alone yeah. shattered the record because it was a uh, it was a red band trailer that they had. Um, this is also going to be the first one to feature a sex scene, or, or at least some a gratuitous one mm. in in comic book movies. Because be Pool. I was going
1: to say our man got fucked in like the first three minutes. <laughs> yeah, but that was very that was very entirely off screen, and,
0: and it was also PG, right? Because the chick had the man shirt on the entire time right it was very uh
1: which only serves to make it sexier it's a win-win
0: yeah um but yeah this is like i venture to you that there that that there will be probably there'll be at least one maybe two or three of ryan reynolds actually like uh pumping strippers in this movie cool well
1: i hope so because then i can officially call this i'm calling it right now this will be the room of comic book movies I don't know.
0: This will make 400. This will make it probably half a billion because people love this fucking character. If you go to Comic Con, everybody wears Deadpool. Like, the whole point of these comic book movies is you have to get the coveted 15 to 30 year old male demographic. That is where you make your money in movies. Mm-hmm. And Deadpool appeals to no one more than 15 to 30 year old men <laughs> who are of. I'm gonna say it. Limited intelligence. There, I said it.
1: Well, I said it. Like, I
0: fuck
1: don't. This. I. I'm not a. Like, I'm not. I don't study this, like the business of all this shit. This is the most
0: heated I've been. This is the most heated I've been on the podcast this. I
1: actually don't think it's gonna do terribly well, specifically because of giving up like a good fifty percent of their audience by having it rated R.
0: Well, yeah, but even though it's R, right, the kids are still gonna get into this movie. This isn't like. Do, do, movie theaters haven't really watched that. Like, like
1: sure, sure. When you're talking like you know, twelve and thirteen year olds who have got their fake IDs and are going to sneak into this movie or whatever the case may be, then yeah, absolutely. But parents aren't going to be taking their like five to ten year olds. So that's true.
0: Yeah, you're not going to get the like. It's not going to make
1: like if you talk two parents and two kids to every family. That's four tickets you're immediately not getting. Yeah, so you're his not. His dad's not going to go to this on his own.
0: Yeah, you're not making Avengers money, but.
1: No, no, absolutely not. They're going to make their
0: money back. Let's look it up right now how much, because I'm, I'm sure Wikipedia will, will tell us how much they spent on this movie. Let's look it up right now.
1: Oh, sure.
0: Um, need a little looking stuff up music. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get a little looking stuff up music. Um, yeah, see, like, there you go. Uh, <laughs> God, it doesn't say on the wiki, but like, I just...
1: I don't know. Um, yeah, no interest in seeing this in theater. I'm sure. I'm certain because I know you and I know me and I know our influence on each other. I'm going to bring this to Barry sometime, and you and I are going to get trashed and watch it.
0: Well, I'll probably go see it in the third in the theaters because I like. I want. I want to talk about it on the podcast, but nope. just
1: I have. Not. <laughs> I have not even for the sake of the podcast, sir. I apologize. Yeah, this I, is I, a. I'm going to. Illegally download it.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe.
1: I am not I'm voting with my dollars. I am
0: according not to, According to God,
1: screen God, rant, sad.
0: Yeah, according to screen rant, they're just north of 200 mil. Yeah, just that's north that's, of 200 mil on on the Deadpool movie.
1: What the hell of a budget?
0: They'll make that back though. They, oh, they'll No, they'll, they'll make,
1: make it back, but I don't know if they'll which make means it back the movie will be enough numbers to to make three sequels. I think it
0: will be, but I just I like I I'm, I'll go on the record right now saying we'll get at least a Deadpool too. This one is owned by like this is not it's clearly not Disney right? Was this 20th Century Fox?
1: Well, this, think, would be, this would be under the X Men sort of.
0: I yeah yeah it's 20th out. Century Fox. This is a 20th Century Fox movie. So it's not going to be we're not going to see Deadpool fighting alongside uh, it, fighting in the Civil War, which we oh, mentioned wow. earlier, oh. <laughs> which we mentioned earlier. Um, Blade? Give yep. me one good reason why Wesley Snipes cannot show up in this in the Civil War movie as Blade. Uh, I
1: can't think of any specific reasons.
0: Exactly! <laughs> like, I am petitioning the world right now. I want Wesley Snipes in the Civil War movie as Blade.
1: Although what, it's been maybe 15 years since the Blade movie? Uh, 1998 was the first
0: one. Blade, Blade was the first movie that came out after the comic book movie was industry. After Warner Brothers quit the game in 1997, after Batman and Robin.
1: So quit. as of as of the when Civil War comes out, it will be about 18 years. Yeah. Since the first Blade movie. Yes. Uh, I would argue Long that. Well, be nearly 20 years. Well, 18. Yeah. Uh, if we're talking 98, I don't know when Civil War comes out. That, that's coming out next year, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, so we're talking 18 years. Yeah, uh, so yeah, 18 since years. Since the first Blade movie. Um, if so, I don't know. I don't know how, how much they would care about this versus like a tiny cameo or something like that because it wouldn't be as a, you know, a featured character, I don't think. But, uh, you know, Wesley Snipes has aged 20 years <laughs> oh, and I... vampires generally don't do that.
0: Well, I know, but have you seen him recently? He still looks good. He can. I. I. You can still put. I'm telling you. You can put Wesley Snipes in that movie. And and it, it, if you decide he doesn't no, look good kidding. enough, you can give him a CGI facelift. Like he's not going to be a monstrous part of the movie. So you just you just put put him in a couple scenes. Because there's going to be a scene at some point in these Civil War movies when we figure out who's on whose team. And once we know who's on whose team, we can easily like 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 we, we there's going to be a scene where where certain guys are on certain parts of the, or, or certain parts of the fence and whatever fence blade happens to end up on you can just have Wesley Snipes sitting there on one of the sides. That's what
1: I want. Oh um, sure, yeah. Like in the background of one of the shots. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um uh, I guess that I mean I uh, I got nothing else. You got anything else you want to add on any of these trailers or I mean, I I'm I could go forever on... <laughs>
1: Not especially. Uh, well, I mean, we can just do a takedown. We could just do a takedown. Which ones are you going to see? Oh, I'm going to go... <laughs> Which ones uh, are you excited for? If they were all to come out tomorrow, based on what we've seen today, what would uh, you be seeing within the next two weeks?
0: <laughs> just these four, Batman, Superman. Because I'll tell you, Batman, Superman, I'm going to be there. I, I haven't been to a midnight release since Dark Knight. I will probably be at the midnight release of Batman Superman. Wow. Yeah. Um, oh <laughs> Yeah, provided I can I, I can swing it because you know I'm not. <laughs> I, that
1: bodes well for me because I'm I was in college when that it. happened, so I'm uh, excited enough to see it opening night. But if you are, that means that I will get a text saying yes, go see it. Or uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, like I'm gonna I'm, I'm certainly gonna try to because like it it might not be feasible because yeah, when right. i did it for dark knight i was still in college and i was able to do that but now you know oh, sure yeah got a job <laughs> so uh <laughs> tough but yeah so for me the order is batman superman mm-hmm. suicide squad x Men yep. apocalypse yeah then D- there's D- 50 D- feet of crap yeah. everything else in the and world. then there's deadpool um what about you what's your list
1: that's that's my list as well um uh i would put batman superman on the same level as suicide squad though i think uh where now i'm a lot more excited for suicide squad than i was before um but still skeptical i am still more excited for batman and superman but was extra skeptical about that one so i'm i'm definitely waiting and they always do this they'll probably release two more trailers for each before they come out oh god yeah so i'm I'm definitely looking forward to those to actually make some final decisions uh, in the meantime, I think I'm going to watch Man of Steel and actually form a good opinion, and maybe we can talk about that next time.
0: I have two questions for you
1: mm-hmm. about the Deadpool movie. Okay, I don't know that I'd be able to answer them, but let's try. No one.
0: Do you think he'll? Do you think Hugh Jackman will show up as Wolverine and fight Deadpool in this movie?
1: Because
0: uh... if that happens, this movie will make 500 million dollars, regardless of an R rating.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Um, And two, what would the Deadpool movie, what do you think the Deadpool movie would look like if it was done by the original choice for director, Robert Rodriguez? Oh. Hmm.
1: I don't know, but I'd certainly be curious to see. Yeah. (laughs) Which um, is more than I can say so far.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I just, oh my God. I don't know what to think. I I, I I so really I really try to sit on. You know exactly what to think. Don't. <laughs> well, because I I try not to be the guy who just puts his foot in the ground and nerd rages on on stuff, but there's the odd things where I just can't help myself and it, it like it gets brought out in me and it did on Deadpool because like if you've listened to this pod, I'm pretty evenly keeled about most things. Well,
1: and we both are. Like we're we're being fairly we're being fair here. Yeah. Like, both of us were skeptical about things, but then as soon as we see something that changes our mind, we've been very open about how our minds were changed. Yeah. For better or worse. Just – And and I think that you're coming from a fair place when you say you've never liked the character. You're not a huge fan of the actor, so what's there for you? Yeah.
0: Um Well, I guess there's nothing left to say. You might
1: not be able to make judgments for, you know, Joe Blow, who's at Comic-Con and has a neckbeard and a fedora and a Deadpool t-shirt. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you might love it, but that's not up to you. Yeah, I
0: just prefer my characters to have, to, you know, be characters,
1: I guess, is the thing. Yeah, no, and of course, and, and as do I, but, I mean, some people are just looking for a dumb, fun movie. I mean... How much money did uh, Die Hard Five make? <laughs> That's
0: true, and that you know, and I do love, the
1: Fast and, and I do love the Fast
0: and the Furious. Uh, but you know what they put more more time into developing their characters in Fast and the Furious than those Roma. movies
1: actually <laughs> I, like, have, have a surprising perfect. amount of heart to them. Yeah, so as silly and stupid as they are, I always have fun watching them. Well, and I think because I'm with you and you're super enthusiastic about them. Yeah. and also because like. Because Vin Diesel, The Rock is a lovable guy. Vin and because, Diesel's kind of lovable in his own yeah, grim way.
0: <laughs> it's also because Vin Diesel is the greatest actor of the last decade. Wow. That's why those movies are great. <laughs> I don't
1: know about that. I can't come halfway to meet you on that one. Uh,
0: and on that note, we'll probably call it a pod. Um, this was a lot of fun. I like this. I, I'm glad that I was able to vent and get my feelings out for the stupid-ass Deadpool character. Fuck you, Rob Liefeld for
1: creating that. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's well, that's shit. the other thing. I mean, if you're created by Rob Liefeld, of course, you're not great. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. Right? Yeah. I mean, if we're gonna, if well, I'm gonna let you rant for cool. five minutes, but why you don't like Ryan Reynolds? I mean, yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. well, technically he's a co-creator,
0: but that's just even the stink of that guy. On, sure, uh,
1: but I, I mean, for better or worse, and you can use your own judgment on this when you look at my work, but yeah. I'm an artist.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, because you, you can also go on him because he's an artist. Like, I, like I could couldn't i can't draw the transparent cube and even i look at that guy and i'd be like what the fuck is this well here's the
1: thing like i'm not good enough to be drawing comics but if i were i would fucking learn how to draw feet and hands
0: (laughs) yeah and not draw vaginas yeah and you know every female character camel toe
1: yeah and maybe give those female characters ribs for god's sake fuck you fuck you rob Liefeld. Anyway, lo- that you. was that was my brief rant.
0: all right um
1: but uh yeah for as much as you hated on things i actually came halfway towards things on this podcast and maybe that's as a uh, good yeah. point to leave it on as any
0: says says more about it uh, says more, you know a lot of things about both of us um kevin miller always fun having you buddy this is this is this is a good uh, it was a good therapy session for me, I think. On on after seeing the Deadpool trailer, I
1: think for both of us, I think we learned a lot yeah. here today.
0: <laughs> and I'm just I'm just gonna say, the Deadpool trailer was a lot of fun. I I will say that the trailer was a lot of fun. Won't go. It
1: was, yeah. I did smile during it, and the yeah. music was definitely up my yeah, eye.
0: Yeah, like great choice of score. Great, <laughs> like per, like perfectly well edited and and likable trailer. Probably won't go see the movie, no. but uh, we'll 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 see. Maybe I'll I'll. I'll probably crack and go see it. <laughs> want to blow up. That'll be my if I had the that's it, everybody dies moment. That would be me. So that's it, that everybody dies.
1: So we get to have a uh, podcast where you giving giving me a mea culpa. Yeah, <laughs> like, sure. guys, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, God. Um,
0: yeah, they got Stan Lee playing a, a, a DJ in a strip club. Uh, just, that's just the world we live in now. Yeah. Um, <sighs>
1: Yeah so, a <laughs> yeah, so national treasure.
0: I guess we'll catch you back. Uh, we'll get you back next week for the. We 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 got to go see the Ant Man movie and talk about that. I, uh,
1: I guess in most, most of the movies about characters I know nothing about, and I keep being excited to see them.
0: Well, I know I know a little bit about. I'm not a huge Ant Man guy, but I do know a little bit about Scott Lang. And I'll tell you this about the Scott Lang uh, character. Um, he went to Scott Lang, the U.
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Yeah, Scott Lang, Scott Lang went to the U, or at least I assume he went to the U because he, um, the, the character is uh, uh, ele- an electrical engineer, mm-hmm. and he was born in Coral Gables. Uh, oh, where that's super easy. <laughs> yeah, where the U is, and the U has a pretty highly touted uh, electrical engineering pro, uh, program in real life, so I, I've always rung the bell of Scott Lang. The you so
1: fair enough what little i know about ant-man i know about i I know of hank pym so i can't really speak too much and i
0: can think of no way to no better way to end the crossover podcast than me claiming that a comic book character went to the university that i cheer for in college sports so that's that's a good way to put a put a capper on this one so kevin miller we'll see you next week we'll we'll get out to that ant-man movie and we'll we'll come back and talk about that
1: yeah absolutely thanks for having me back
0: no problem take care everybody